Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. The personal development industry, motivational coaches and mentors are all available if you're willing to pay. But here's the thing, what actually if you're meant to be more awesomer than you are right now? Today we're going to be talking about perhaps the shift needs to happen from goals to creating miracles in your life and how this one shift in mindset could lead you on a journey with peace and prosperity rather than stress and pressure. So I have a bit of a collection of books, shall we say. It started over the past couple of years. Ironically, I never used to really read books growing up at all. It's really been since maybe the five or six years since I had Sam, our youngest. You bought me a couple of books about money and personal finance. And since then, I have quite the collection. <laughs> yeah, you've you've enhanced your collection over the course of I time. Have. You've been building up. And there's really a week that goes by that something new doesn't arrive <laughs> no, in a little Amazon true. package. That's not true. I've moved to Kindle now. No, I've got some book and I take to get physical books to highlight and do notes and all that and that's a sideline the past couple of weeks something interesting happened that has taken me on a fantastic journey of thought and I was on Facebook one day and somebody had posted in a forum that I was following a picture of not this book that we're going to mention that's kind of kick-started all this topic that I'm going to talk about today but it was one of his other books so the book's over there and actually Matt's going to show it to the camera if you're watching on the video podcast it's called Creating the Impossible by Michael Neal <laughs> you could get a job on QVC darling that'd be amazing um, but it wasn't that book and this is the lovely thing about life there's little breadcrumbs as one of the people that we know would say his book the book that in the picture was called Super Coach. So it's a, quite a famous book. It's been around, I think, for about 10 or 12 years. I've never heard of it. Never, <laughs> and neither had I before this. And it's all about, you know, how to really transform people. Because that's what you want. You don't just want more knowledge. We would hope that these conversations are transforming you in some way, that little nugget, that insight. So I was looking at this one book on Amazon that caught my attention. I thought, well, that looks interesting. Particularly my line of work. I want to be more effective. I want to help people like change lives and I then saw his other book this creating the impossible and I thought that is an incredible title and the whole point of the book is 90 days to create a miracle so right away I'm like that is something that is really that sparked my interest like what is this book about so much so we are actually both doing the book together the 90 days so, yeah. aren't we? so you got the kindle version of it yes yeah um I don't know why you got a Kindle version. Because so, normally you like a paperback. Yeah, but this is the thing. I wanted to see if it was any good first. Okay. <laughs> so before I commit to a physical book, I like to know, is it good? And I don't do this all the time. But a lot of times with personal development books, I've read so many that they can almost feel a bit samey. And maybe people can relate if you're listening or watching. That you feel like you're almost getting the same stuff, but which is excellent. But, you know, you, you want to, before I commit to a physical book in my bookshelf, I want to know that it's okay. a great book. So you book. go for the cheaper version <laughs> On yes, the Kindle, and then if and I like also, it, I buy it. Doesn't take up any space. No, exactly. Um, so yeah, you got the book. You started to have a look through it, and then you told me a few bits and pieces about mm. what it was about. Yep. And then I decided I was going to buy the physical book. I know, and we could so do it I together. So I spent the money on you the said, physical. Um, <laughs> I know the guys I, I prefer a physical book, so I'm not really much of a reader. 
unlike you. Mm. So I do like to listen to stuff as audiobooks, but I'm not really a big reader. So actually, I find that if I've got a physical book, mm. I'm more likely to read it. It almost feels like Kindle stuff for me is a bit more throwaway. Oh, yeah, I would agree. And that's where I'm maybe detached a little bit from my Kindle versions, like before I commit to the physical book I'm like going to taste it. I'm going to jump through it a bit quicker and things like that so I've got the book as well and I'm not as far through it as you mainly because you skim read ahead mm. so you decided to jump ahead of where we are <laughs> was um, but the whole point is that it starts off with some kind of laying the foundations mm. Mm. and explaining the process and some ideas and some thoughts and then it takes you on a daily journey yes through 90 days of creating a miracle mm. and it's quite interesting how it distinguishes between what is a miracle yes and then what this. is a goal yes and so let me give you some background on him we're this podcast is not sponsored by this book or anything we just thought it was a fantastic um, inspiring discussion that we found and it's changed how we're doing things a little bit and we're excited but the background of michael is actually he's been a coach for about 30 years or so. He, when he first got into personal development, actually his experience was he had a psychotic episode in his life when I think he was in college or something. Um, and you can find, you know, you can find out his backstory in more detail. Off the back of that, he found a book by a guy called Sidney Banks. So he was a Scottish welder, would you believe, who went over to America, was working somewhere, just total manual labor and had this insight that kind of made sense to him. And it was all about understanding how life worked. And it's called the three principles. And it's all to do with basically universe, God, whatever you want to describe, this this intelligent mind, life force behind life, your thoughts, and then also your consciousness. So that's the three principles that guide life. Now, in Michael O'Neill's case, what he has created is based on that philosophy, if you like, of life, what he has hoped to do is inspire others with the messaging to create a more awesome life. And the whole point, as Matt touched upon, was like Michael went down the route of going to Tony Robbins events. He became a, a kind of, he called it a momentum coach. So his whole thing was going into businesses with his structure and like, let's do as much momentum as we can, hitting your goal, very Tony Robbins-esque, like how much energy can we put into your goals? Make them happy, got to push, push, push. And it worked for a little bit of time, he felt. But then this revelation about the three principles and the kind of deeper intelligence behind things clicked more for him when he found it. And it, and then the foundation for all his work now is that he's been doing for a number of years is what can he do to inspire others to make miracles happen rather than just goals? And when we're thinking about miracles, he's really asking for people to strive for more than they can imagine That's more than it in they a can nutshell. picture. Exactly. So often we set ourselves goals that are within our grasp, within our capabilities, within our limits. Yes. And oftentimes we'll actually downgrade those even mm, a little bit more. Mm. Because we we often live in a mindset of wanting to achieve things. Yes. Wanting of course, to yeah. avoid failure. So we set our sights on the realms of things that are possible um possibly even a little bit too easy oh wow yeah because yeah. anything that becomes a little bit too complex a little mm. bit too committed means that y you could fail mm, mm. but the interesting thing about this particular journey that he takes you on is you're meant to aim so high mm. that you're pretty much guaranteed to fail yes and yes. that's that's what i find incredible um i think the last part i've read is that he wants you to set a goal mm. that you maybe have 
twenty percent chance of success. Yeah, I love that exactly. Which yeah. which is completely different <laughs> to totally what you're, you're taught elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, and I th- I think it's quite interesting how he distinguishes between what a goal is mm, mm. and what a miracle is. Yes, because goals we aim for we set them we have them at work we have them with our kids we have them with our timetables they're all over the place Mm. but we rarely stretch to what he thinks is a miracle Mm. and i think that his his identifying of what's a goal and what's a miracle is also quite interesting because it's it's really obvious yes exactly so the the way he phrases i thought was excellent he described a goal as something that we believe have faith could happen through our own actions or willpower or momentum like if we just keep pushing through we can make this happen so a goal for example could well be um let's see i was talking a couple of weeks about go about writing another book you know i've got a list of eight books that i can already see in my head coming out and so my goal was to write this other book and we've talked about a really kind of honest podcast a couple of weeks ago about me getting this sense of it's not the right time for that goal which is another powerful lesson in itself a miracle it's just as you describe beautifully. It's like something happening in the world for you, the world, whatever, that you you kind of need to rely on an, a higher power making it happen. Like it's so big or something that seems like it's like a huge jump for you. That And that could well be, let's say, um, what I wrote down was kind of like our own life. Like I had the goal and vision to pay off debt, but standing here now could be seen as a miracle in three years yep. right where we are and i think that one of his examples he gave actually was using the same information in two mm. different scenarios so a business can have a goal yes to um maybe increase their sales maybe get to a point where their revenues go up by three million pounds mm. but for an individual to have their annual money go up by three million pounds would be a miracle yeah, or for it would most feel like people. It, exactly. So the fact that you can have a similar kind of goal, but depending on the context of it, yes, depending on that. where it's applied, it can feel like a goal or a miracle. But for a lot of us, we absolutely set things in the realms of goals. We set things as, um, for example, if you want to lose weight, you'll mm. lose a few pounds or a few stone, and that would be a goal. A miracle would be that you're at the next Olympics yes. <laughs> in some kind of competition yep. where you've been able to not only change your body, but improve your fitness, your strength, mm. your speed, whatever it happens to be, mm. in order to be someone that competes mm. at Olympic level. Mm. So that's the kind of miracle that he's talking about. And it, it can be in any subject area, any category that you really want to. Yep. And I, I just find the idea quite crazy but exciting and then this is what he's like the idea of a miracle actually is things that make you smile and make you think oh well that would be really exciting like you can feel the change a goal feels good but the way we describe it it's kind of like oh this is going to be hard like it's, this is going to take a, a some goal sacrifice carries the right? weight of burden yes whereas a miracle almost it seems whimsical mm. because it feels like it's outside of your control and outside of your power. Mm. Then it, it does feel that it goes over and above what yeah. a goal is. The interesting thing is, though, you would probably be in a situation where if you aimed to go to the Olympics, but if you were to set a goal, mm. it would be losing weight. Well, actually, the, the kind of goal is in that miracle anyway. Yes. Yep. So you're trying to achieve the same thing, but yet the thought of one probably makes you full of dread, full of concern about how you're going to get there, mm. concern of failure. Whereas the second one thinks, well, I've got no chance of getting to the Olympics <laughs> in four years' time. Yes. So 
I'll, I'll just go for it whatever mm, mm, we'll see I know, what happens that's it and we're going to talk about that some of the key things I've taken away and I've changed my mindset with this but Matt can you just maybe give insight what's one goal that you've achieved in your life and what's one miracle that you think you've that's happened and that is I'm not interested my wording's even changed yep. issues and like the happen senses that it's happened to you but yeah, go ahead just, could you share maybe anything that comes to mind for those two differences so a goal I set myself um, a few years ago was to try to get fitter and stronger yes, yeah. and lose some of the excess fat. And it's still a journey that I'm going through but at the moment. But you love it now. It's part of you. But it's part of what I do now. Mm. So I achieve the goal as far as going to the gym regularly and being more considered. But the goal is ever moving. So I want to reduce my body fat. I want to become stronger. I want to be leaner, ultimately. So I'm driving for those things and it's still an ever moving goal. Mm. Um and it doesn't end. Whereas a miracle is, um, and it's probably going to be similar to your miracle, I think, of just the life we lead now. Yes. The yeah. fact that neither of us work in corporate jobs, that we do things when we want to mm. and how we want to, but also that we're able to reach people and influence people's mindsets and with the various emails and messages and uh, comments left on YouTube yes. videos about it impacting people's lives for the better. Mm. Like that to me is, is a miracle that we're in a position that we can do that mm. and we have that impact, but also that we're, we're able to live our life support supported by that. I yeah, think. absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting. I, I wrote down kind of similar. So the goal I put down that we achieved that was important a couple of years ago was paying off the debt and paying off the cars actually. So we had two cars on finance as well. And that felt like a goal when it happened. And again, what happens with the universe is I always say, you set something that you think you want to happen and it happens far quicker. Say it would been five years to pay off all the debt in the cars. It was like three years or something. Boom, there it happened. A miracle, I was going to say that. So when I got onto this journey of personal finance, it seemed like a miracle to be doing this, like as in you and I, like creating our own business. But, you know, I suppose using our creativity um, and, and that being our way that we earn money and contribute to the world, which is incredible. Uh, the route, though, that I thought it was going to take is completely different <laughs> from the, what the world has given me. Right. So I thought it would be the maybe the fire route. You save up investing as much as you can. Slowly over time, that shift maybe to doing something else. That was the route that I thought would be the so, goal. So leaving corporate would have been down the line oh, by 10, 15, 20 yeah, exactly years. exactly right. And that didn't excite me in any way. And I, I, I think that's a great thing that a lot of people will give strategies or in that case, fire is definitely a tactic. It's a set blueprint. What you actually really need to look at is the underlying principles. So with FIRE, for example, my miracle, I thought I had to follow that blueprint to have my miracle. Little did I know that the universe and infinite wisdom and God, whatever you want to call it, said, okay, I will give you that feeling, that scenario, but I'm going to actually give you a shortcut, <laughs> you know, and an even better option, which is a great thing. And so when I was thinking about that, I equate that to a miracle, but I also, I know that this is one area where I don't think I've allowed myself to think of miracles. I think I've always kind of, and we were talking about this when I was writing a list, I was doing the very exercise that we're going to talk about. I think because of all the personal development books and what I've seen that has been so heavily focused on move, move, do, do. You know, we talked about this on the podcast that we are now kind of going well, why do you need to do that? Why is that the blueprint? That doesn't you know, seem like a fun way. I've actually 
found it hard to think of miracles. And I love the fact, and I love the fact that I'm being challenged to open my mind to being creative and being a bit more childlike. So the first thing I wanted to say, and thanks so much, Matt, for sharing that. And it's interesting that we're both kind of similar. I like that. We've both been (laughs) involved in each other's miracles, if you like. But the first thing I want to say is, if this is something that actually, oh, you felt that little switch, what's the first thing you can do off this? So I just shared there that I was taking the step now to write down some miracles that I would love to see. And I think that that's the key really, is that instead of thinking of goals that might not have the same fun, giving yourself permission to dream again is huge to move from this goal setter to miracle maker, miracle happener, whatever you want to call. And it's actually starting to look for more fun things in the world. Like I've noticed this week in the past couple of weeks since delving into this book, I've started to go, oh, what actually, what would be really fun? (laughs) What do I, you know, is it traveling around the world? Is it, you know, going to Eurodis? I was just, I don't know why travel keeps coming up, but, or actually maybe it's speaking at a conference or, you know, like what is the the kind of fun that I think isn't possible? What I found interesting is when you were sharing your list of things, actually they did start out looking like they were less, well, they were miracles to a degree, but also they sat within your knowledge and comfort zone. So um, for someone maybe that is already, let's say they're, they're already working on their body, they're already maybe trying to do sports, then a miracle might be that they get a world record. Mm, mm. But it's still within the realms of what they do. Trying to run quicker to get a world record, trying to get an Olympic gold, that might seem far away based on where they are currently, but it could well be in their ballpark of what they do. So at which point it's it's almost a comfortable mm, yep, goal. Yeah, it becomes more goal-like because I think if you're in a particular field and you're trying to become better, you're trying to become bigger, then it is a goal almost to achieve things. All you're doing is you're saying that the miracle version of it is that it comes faster. So for you, one of the things was about maybe the size of a YouTube channel. Yep, yep. Now a YouTube channel will, for most people, grow over the course of time. And you were looking at, well, wouldn't it be a miracle if it could reach a particular point Yes, yep. over the 90 days? But that to me felt like almost that all you're doing is bringing a goal forward. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel, yes, it would be a miracle to get to particular numbers in that period of time. But it also didn't feel like it was hugely influenced mm. by what you can do. So I see a miracle as where there's still work involved. So... In this particular context, a miracle isn't something where you do nothing and you sit back and you wait for it to happen. You aren't going to get the random blessing appear to you out of the blue. But let's say that you want to design Nike's next smash hit trainer. Mm. Now, to me, if you've not really been a designer before, but you you like the odd shoe, well, that would be a miracle. Mm. And all you can do is the work as far as sitting down pen to paper and start drawing and start designing and end up with something that you like over the course of 90 days Mm. and then work out where to send it to. Mm. Then you're in miracle territory, but there's still work to be done, but also the final outcome is out of your control. But for a lot of people, if you don't work in the design industry, you've never worked with trainers, clothing or anything, (laughs) then to achieve that is an entire complete miracle because Mm. it's outside of your zone of knowledge, outside Mm. of your zone of interest. You've got no influence, no power at all. All you can do is show up, 
do your bit mm. and then let the universe do the rest. Mm. And as you mentioned about the definition of a miracle in this regard, a goal is when you do it. So you could say my goal is to design a trainer for Nike. Yep. Well, fine, that's a goal. But the miracle piece is actually having them buy into the idea and then create it. That's the miracle because it lives outside of your control, mm. outside of your influence, and it just requires that magic special source. Yeah. And it seems unlikely. Mm. The chance of that happening are so unlikely that you almost go into it knowing mm. there's, there's no way that's going to happen. Mm, mm. So you, you'd kind of do a little skipping your steps. Exactly. And it's kind of that 1%. And I think it's moving to an attitude that's okay with failure. Maybe we'll cover this on a podcast as well. That, um, And I, I think I'm like a recovering perfectionist. I'm trying to get over my perfectionist instincts to make sure everything must be perfect and okay. I'm getting better at just releasing Stuff like, I'm going to do the best, and then off it goes. And so it is setting, not goals, but things that you think, do you know what, that would really be special, that would really make me smile if it happened, but there's like a 1-5% chance. But do you know what, I'm still going to take action. I'm still I, going I really to- think that this process actually is a great way of breaking down your kind of perfectionist mm, mindset. Mm. So anybody approaching this, because the plan is to go for things where the chance of achieving it are so slim... Mm. You, you're not you don't have an expectation and, and and therefore you don't put the weight on your own shoulders yes, yes. as far as whether you succeeded or failed all you can do is the work required and obviously you can decide whether you succeeded or failed on that mm-hmm. but if mm-hmm. you go in with the right mindset you set the right type of activity that you're going to try to achieve mm. then you you don't you don't have this fear of failure yes because you're expecting it to come anyway and that leads me on to the second point. I think to move from a goal setter to a miracle maker, it's the law of the bounce back, okay? Or the law of the comeback, as I always say. And um, it's remembering that actually, as you look back over your life, you're bouncier than you thought, right? So stay with me. But I think we're conditioned as we grow up sometimes in society to be afraid of a setback or something that feels that is less than ideal, And what I have always found in my own life is that sometimes those times where things feel like they're getting stripped back or they're reducing or they're not going the way that I think they should go, it's because it's going to be a leap board to something better. It's it's almost like the discomfort I feel is my interpretation of it. And actually, if I just be at peace, I'm going to there's going to be, you know, a way out of it. And actually, you'll be able to look back and see that it was a setup for the next stage um, it kind of like shifting and sifting you know like with the flour if you're making a cake you want to sift the lumps right so that it's a nicer cake but the lumps themselves aren't bad you can push them through and smooth them out over time but the best cake will come if you aerate it and you sift the lumps out so you don't get a big clump of flour and that's when you look back on your life sometimes the moments that are traumatic or painful have been maybe those lumps of mindset or a circumstance other people in your life that are not maybe going to be the best for what comes ahead that they need to be needed out of you they need to be removed in some way well for a lot of people well actually for majority people you're not the same 20 years down the line not at all or at least you shouldn't be you'd hope not to be you hope to be better um smarter more wise more life experience Mm. you've got more stories to tell your kids and the people around you but that only happens when you've done things and for the most part you've failed a lot Mm. we 
all need to aim for failing more because the more you fail, the more you end up growing, the more you learn, the mm. more you learn yep. what not to do, the more you learn that failure is okay mm. and it's actually part of the process. Mm. And it's an easy way by setting miracle type of activities. Mm. It's an easy way to set yourself up for failure, know it's going to happen, but actually be comfortable before it's even got there. Yeah. Then you're not really, I think there will be maybe a little bit of disappointment but if you're setting your miracle to a high enough point, then I don't think you can really be disappointed. If you spent several hours on designing this pair of trainers yep. and you send it to Nike and they they never get back to you, mm. I don't think you can be that disappointed yeah, in reality. Yeah, because it was a medical in. You were... It'd be a miracle for even to get an email response yep. saying yep. no thanks, let alone them creating it and then selling it on the high street. Mm. The chances of that are so slim that yes, you'd be like, oh, wouldn't it be nice? But it probably lives in the same realms of if you do lottery and your numbers don't come up that mm, night, mm. you think, oh, well, that would have been nice. But to be fair, it wasn't going to come anywhere. I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. Like it would have been such yep, a miracle. people still do the lottery every well, week, yes, right? Exactly. You keep doing it because you, you, you like the idea the of the miracle. You believe in it. But you're okay with accepting that mm. it's not going to turn up. Mm. You become comfortable with the fact that you're not likely to get success. Mm. And therefore, it's not this big downfall. It's not this big issue and drama. Yep. I think that when you look at the same realms of lotteries, if you went in for a raffle mm. where it was 10 tickets to win a great prize and you didn't win, mm. that would probably hurt you more than not willing 180 million on the lottery. Because although the prize is bigger, your chances are so slim yep. that yep. you've almost, it, it is a hope and a prayer. Whereas one in 10 of winning something great on a raffle, mm. it feels like it's it's within reach. Mm. It's easier to grab hold of. So you almost buy into it being a done deal. And that's when it becomes more of a challenge for you to accept that it didn't happen. Mm. So miracles are a wonderful thing. You set your expectations so high yep. that it can't possibly happen, which means you, you can't really be that disappointed. I know, but equally it could happen. Though as well, like that's the whole point. Well, miracles point. do happen. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. The world, like, and uh, I talk about, you know, my faith and things like that. I read a book that is full of miracles. <laughs> like literally the Bible is basically miracles happen that they cannot be, you know, the accredited to a higher power well, in these people's life, taking people and making miracles happen. And, and that's the thing about setting a miracle because miracles do happen with people. Mm. The fact that they're able to do this is mm. a miracle. Yes. Lots of people in the world have experienced things where they think wow it's amazing that this has happened to mm. me or i have that circumstance people win the lottery yes, so exactly. miracles <laughs> do happen which is why setting something as a miracle although it's very very unlikely there's a chance no exactly there's exactly. a chance the that you back. can get that outcome <laughs> but if you don't it's it's a miracle mm. so you, you kind of you're not bought into it so much that you carry the disappointment. And that's the key thing. And so the third thing I would say is actually, it's a fantastic philosophy to look at life when you're thinking about setting a next step for yourself, making it miracles rather than a goal, because it, it focuses you on leading yourself from the inside out. And that's what the whole point of this podcast is. I've always said from the word go that we're going to have conversations because I would want for myself, for my family, for everyone who stumbles upon my videos to have the best quality the most joy 
life that you could and also then because you're showing up you then have a ripple effect so we weren't carrying our baggage with us and you know inflicting pain on ourselves or pain on someone else it would all come from a place that you're just being your fullest expression and what that entails for you creating and how you want to create serving how you want to serve and I think the miracle mindset pushes you more to go from the end to rely on the inside that what is in me that is waiting to come out because the, the fact of the matter is last week we touched upon this about you know your thoughts and last week's podcast a lot of people really it resonated with them I'm so happy because it's something that's really it's important to me how I live my life but basically understanding that it's your feelings about your thoughts that drive your experience a lot of the time in life and how that two people can be in the same situation, we can be in the same house, but we could feel different ways about something happening, about, you know, this amount of money or that thing or the car breaking down. We can feel totally different. And it's all about our feelings, about our thoughts, and then how we show up in the world. And what I would love as we go into the end of this podcast is we have really enjoyed this challenge that we set ourselves for the 90 days. I well, can I'm, tell. I'm running really a short way into I know, it, exactly. So Who I, knows what we'll achieve? <laughs> well, so you've read ahead, so you kind of know some of the stuff that's coming. Oh, it's still good fun. Whereas I don't really have too much idea of what's to come, what's mm. next. But I'm really looking forward to how it's going to guide the mm. process. So I've already outlined, I think, what my miracle is going to exactly, be. Exactly, yes. And I've started some work on it. I actually started work on it before mm. we started this program um but i set my goal to be high or well, not the goal because it's a miracle <laughs> so the goal is to do one thing mm -hmm. the miracle is what will come out of yeah what comes out of it the kind show. of additional value mm. that kicks off from it but the interesting thing is that this book has inspired me to keep at it mm, mm. um so although i'm only a short way in i'm really looking forward to seeing what other things it responds and the great thing is within the book although the first couple of chapters are a bit longer each day's it seems to be just about two pages i know it's really short it's really it? short that works for my attention <laughs> I, I can do two pages no problem read it a couple of thoughts yep. but obviously the whole point is there is action mm. you need to be producing something making something happen and that requires time each day or every few days or however mm -hmm. often you're doing it, you have to do something in order to make the miracle happen. And the whole point is it's creating a miracle, mm. not waiting for a miracle. Love it. And I think it summarized what phrase came to mind is life happens through us, not to us. So that inside out leading. And so if you want a bit of a challenge like Matt and I, um, we have both picked miracles. What, so the challenge from the book is to pick one miracle. So what you would do is the, the, a great way to start is think about your own life, your business, what you do in your family, whatever, the world, and write down a big list of miracles that excite you and then pick one, just one. We're not going to stress about this. We're not going to do anything else. And it is one miracle that excites you, that you think you've got a 10 or 20% chance of making it happening, but you're wanting to see what comes through you every single day towards it. And, you know, three months, that's the span of the book, 90 days, that is the commitment. That one miracle is going to be your focus for 90 days. Now, I actually, when I was starting this, I wrote down a list of about 15 or 16 things that I thought were miracles that, you know, be really amazing. And I, and I had this, a little bit of insight and it was like okay if I've written down 15 miracles then that actually means that within about four or five years 
I could have created, if every 90 days I moved on to next medical, next medical, in a couple of years I could have all the things that I think are medicals in my life. And so I thought that was quite incredible that actually the amount of medicals you think, you know, you're excited about might not be that big a list. That actually this could be something that you commit to for a year, make three medicals happen or th- try towards. You never know what this kickstarts. So take that challenge and, and write down one medical, not a goal, not something that you could make happen, but something that you would be excited to try. And then you would just assume that the world is going to help you make it happen. And the whole point of the book really is that it uncovers your ability to get something done for you to commit to something. But also, like, as you were saying, you wrote down 15 things Mm. and you could work on all of them and not one of them could actually result in the miracle. Absolutely, absolutely. But what you would find is that the work that you've done, the efforts that you've put in would result in something in your mind shifting Mm. or your focus shifting or new goals turning up Mm. or new abilities showing up or new drives or whatever it happens to be things that maybe excite you that didn't before Mm. so you gain value from the process and if you end up with the miracle then that's almost a bonus yes yes because i think that for the stuff that you want to work on and for what i want to work on there's value in doing the work piece Mm, of it mm. there's value in doing the goal-based stuff and then if the miracle happens off the back of it then that's a wonderful topping. Yes. Yeah. But even if you don't end up with that, and, and to be fair, even if you don't finish mm. the kind of work piece of it, you've still identified some skill sets, maybe some passions or whatever it happens to be. So there's there's value in it, not just expecting the miracles to happen or hoping for the miracles to happen. The journey itself, I think, is is changing you as you go along. I know, it's so exciting. So, yeah, I'd love to know in the comments if you're actually watching this on the Mama Furfur channel. It's out every week. So not just the audio version. We've actually been doing a video podcast as well for the past month and a bit. Um, I would love to know in the comments what's your medical are you are you okay with declaring it almost to the world you never know what could happen someone could see it and then help you make your medical happen without you realizing it and it would be incredibly amazing if this one episode could inspire a lot of different medicals and other and ripple effect so as you join us maybe i have no doubt actually over the next 90 days i think some of the things that we'll be creating and exploring will come up i've already got a day in the diary it's actually your birthday or just after your birthday when the 90 days are up so that's going to be exciting i hope we come back to this and are able to look back and say i remember when we kick-started this mindset from being medical to be medical makers well it might be actually so we're not going to share our miracles no, at this not. stage no but potentially Mm. so i don't know exactly what your miracle is Mm -hmm. you know what mine is Mm. so potentially we might share those as we get closer because miracles don't just happen by themselves Mm. as you mentioned sometimes we need outside help outside influence and it could be that by sharing that information maybe someone that can turn that goal into the miracle piece might be watching might see the comments and might make it happen you never know it's so exciting. i will be sharing mine at a later stage okay yep because if i haven't been able to make that miracle happen myself if i haven't been able to control everything that i can to steer it mm. 
then you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there <laughs> and, and see whether anyone know. is able to actually bring it to life. Absolutely amazing, amazing. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode in particular. You know when you get a listen to this podcast, we like to give you what we're learning and embodying in our own life. So I really hope it, it's maybe giving you food for thought for the coming week and the coming months ahead. So thank you so much for watching and listening today. Why not also, if this is spoken to you, maybe even pass it on to someone else, hit that share button or, you know, give them the link, send them a, a DM as the young people say with a, with a link to the podcast or something. Thank you so much for watching and listening today though. We'll speak to you very soon.